la la. Yes. for big. Of course I am. La la. La la la. You're the big la la. La la la. <laughs> what are you trying to say, mate? There we go. Look at um, So, shall I introduce the podcast again? Yeah, player one, player two, player three. It was the last time. Do it. You made fun of me last time. Yeah, and I like that bit. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. You're listening to the uh, official PlayStation Magazine podcast. I'm your player one, Oscar Taylor Kent, games editor, joined by my player two. Uh, which is uh, Ian, <laughs> Ian D. Ian. I wrote your name down and everything, and you still messed it up. Uh, Ian Dean, uh, editor OPM. Um, player three. Player three is Jess Kinghorn, staff writer of Official PlayStation Magazine. Well, not only do we um, do we write about PlayStation and games, but we're also fans of games. And you know who else is fans of games? Where is the segue going, Oscar? <laughs> uh, Mr. Nathan Fillion and Alan Ungar, who did a fan film oh, of Uncharted. Because everyone's been, everyone's always said that Nathan Fillion is is primo Nathan Drake. I mean, they even have the same first name, right? So that's not is that a coincidence? The planets are aligning. Yeah. I mean, they they look the same. Yeah, well, Fillion's got yeah. the same nose. Same I don't nose. know if it's ever really been said if 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 there is any actual being based on Nathan Fillion a little bit, but he is a bit of a, a sort of geek icon, isn't he? Mm. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, of yeah. course, he was in Firefly. That's the one. He Dr. was Horrible in Cinnamon Blog. Exactly, and others. Serenity, <laughs> which is the same as Firefly. Um, his character was in the Firefly spin-off graphic novels. And he's been in a lot of things. You just can't list from here. <laughs> well, he's a, he gets around, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but yes, he actually took up the mantle of Nathan Drake in this fan film to give fans what they want. Even though um, Sony are making an Uncharted movie, they are. Apparently, uh, Tom Holland is slated to be in it. The the young man himself. What do we think about that? It sounds like a mistake. <laughs> I don't dislike Tom Holland. But it does, yeah. but a lot of things do sound like mistakes sometimes. Unless then, the film is oh, ten, here we go. Yeah. Is is the film ten years away? Uh, well, it's true. He'll be Tom older. Holland will get older eventually over time. <laughs> but but I thought he was cast as specifically young Nathan oh. Drake, so that's why they I'm not were sure if it's so been, baby-faced. I'm not sure if it's been too specific. But okay. Probably he will be younger, because <laughs> um yeah. He, I mean, a bit baby face, isn't he? But I, you don't know, Tom Holland. I feel like because he is, he is a younger man, and he has had a lot of younger roles. Mm. It doesn't necessarily mean that he can't, you know. No, of course. No. And can he? Can he do both? Can he do Spider Man and Uncharted? They're quite similar characters. I'm, oh. I'm not saying he's he's got a narrow acting ability. Quite similar characters. Does he have time? That's what I'm saying. Oh, he's got all the time in the world. So yeah, what do you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I... Fifteen minutes or so, right? Yeah, it felt just like um, you wanted it to be. The script was really nice and funny. Um, even like all the little touches, the, the camera movement mm. as it swung behind him to to, cool. to replicate the Those cover the, fire. The great stuff. action sequence of that, yeah. yeah. And it culminates in him doing um, one of the... What are they called? They, call, they got a name for that takedown. I think in the first one it was like Iron Fist or something. Right. I think it was. It, it was called something like that. When you do when he does the, the combo to sort of finish... Than the enemy close yeah. boys. Yeah. And yeah, just. That's great. I it, loved had, it. it had like all of the. It didn't have that much climbing. But I mean, he jumped out a window. I guess that's the, the reverse of climbing. Which sometimes, <laughs> sometimes happens in Uncharted as well. Made me kind of wish for more of a, a Netflix style season than mm. a film. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've said that they would be up for it potentially. But. Um, I wonder if Sony would, would want to, to split their eggs into multiple baskets, mm. uh, proverbially speaking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, was, it was really fun to watch. And it's not one of those kind of things that happens very often. Like, uh, mm. There's been high-ish budget fan films. I mean, I think this was fairly low budget, but on the, on the, on the realm of fan film budgets, I imagine it's it was quite high. quite big, yeah. I mean, I think they said it was a one day of filming. I mean, <clears throat> we are talking around issue 153, so there is sort of a behind-the-scenes thing right at the beginning of this magazine. So if you want to find out more of the specifics, have a little read. Absolutely. Have a little read. But yeah, it was like one day sort of shooting. Yeah. 
Like, may, may, maybe a Uncharted FMV game. Oh, here we go. <laughs> maybe. Um, something tells me that might not be such a good idea. Yeah. Uh, has there even been any QTEs in Uncharted games? Ooh. I don't think so. Kind maybe. of. No, you do. Yeah, yeah, you kind of. Many of the boss fights are... True, the classic boss fight at the end of the first game. Even four. Which is, I think, the best one. You think the first Uncharted is the best one? Yes. Because of the feeling of space. Because <laughs> some people say they don't like that you go through a lot of some of the same areas more than once. But I actually love it. Yeah. I actually love that. I used to love speedrunning Uncharted 1. It's good fun. You can get through okay. it quite fast, yeah. You can, you can really run through it. It's good. Uh, the difficult sections, obviously, are the, uh, the water yeah. ski. What's, what's it called? The Crash Bandicoot levels. Yeah, or or you, or you do slow down in that crazy underground uh, sort of. Oh no, I don't. Puzzle section. No, not for me. Oh okay. I know exactly where to go and how to do it the fastest. Right. I think I could probably beat you in a race. <laughs> I never finished it in crushing though. But yeah, I, I like that. You, you haven't know, finished it. You just dropped that one. You're not. You've not finished it on crushing. No, I never finished the first one on crushing. I have ninety-eight percent trophy completion on that. That's not good enough. Yeah, I can't, I'm tempted to go back, but it's on PS3, right? It's like I have the Nathan Drake collection now, so can I really go back to the original PS3 one? But yeah, what I really like is that in that one, you know, you're at um, you're at one side of the island, and then you kind of look over, and you can see like the boat yard that you'll get to later, and then yes. later on, you can see there as well. That's cool. And there are some bits where you kind of go underground, and then you come back up, and then you're kind of fighting through like the same area a bit, but yeah. you're crossing it in like a different direction. Yeah, That's and cool. things have kind of changed. I, li- I like that. I think they did a bit of that in Uncharted 4, which is why I probably... Yeah, yeah. It kind of comes back a little bit. I think Uncharted 4 is probably a little bit closer to the first one than, than some people give it credit for. But um, but yeah, yeah, 2 and 3 I still like a lot, but I do. F- it feels a bit more like you're going from A to B. Yeah. Which you are still doing in the first Uncharted, but it just felt like it was... You, you like one being island. on one small island. Yeah, yeah. Well, it gave it like that feeling of space, and that's my you know the defense of um the first uncharted that i just wanted, don't need to defend your first to uncharted. I, I wanted to get out there okay uh so yeah the fan film's good would Maybe. you like to see that made into a full film i think everyone would say yes wouldn't they it would be interesting yeah i i, I definitely maybe get the same guys to write the film because they see they, they've got the voice of yeah it's like a cool sort of yeah good voice and it's a cool sort of plot as well uh, it kind of leaves it on a cliffhanger, doesn't mm-hmm. it? So you, you could imagine it uh, continuing. Um, yeah, really yeah. impressive. You don't see that very often. Mm. It reminded me a bit of the, the obviously the Deadpool test footage that mm. leaked. It leaked in quotes, I think. <laughs> yes. like someone who who made that test footage with Ryan Reynolds, possibly Reynolds himself. I don't think he's completely ever denied it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that made that get uh, that project get greenlit super quick after being in development hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a bit different because more of a we're just doing it. And um, yeah, puts them on the radar. And sure. Sony have got their own film in production, mm-hmm. I guess. So, mm-hmm. so it's not going to happen. But I guess, it, I guess, if there were doubts, like that, doubts well, I guess if there were doubts that Sony that a film wouldn't do well, mm. it will because the internet kind of crashed when it launched. I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, I think Uncharted of all of the video game properties, I think has i think the best potential to be an actually good film and i have not seen the tomb raider film yet so ah it's all right is it okay if if that's a good review for you it's all right have you seen it jess not seen it oh i was wondering what that noise was (laughs) good things not i've not seen it for a very good reason Ah. (laughs) yeah my concern was it would just be too close to the first new tomb raider game and i was like i already played it so that's the danger of an, an Uncharted film as well, isn't it? Yeah, you want to see an original plot, I think. Mm. Basically, then, National then Treasure. Would you Would you sit there thinking I'd rather play this than watch this? Yeah, because like, yeah, because speaking of National Treasure, I think conversely, National Treasure is the film that has the best potential to be a game, and I'm not <laughs> sure why it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I've been I've been on the the phone to Nicholas Cage <laughs> countless times. Sure, he's a asking, local. Yeah, he is. He is, isn't he? Fan of the podcast, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I like to think if he did listen, he'd be a fan. He's not told me he has yet. Um, He's being coy about it. 
But yeah, he says like it's difficult because all the rights are tied up with different producers and stuff. But I think Cage would be up for it. Do you think so? Yeah, you've, so you've got an inside track. I do have it written down here to ask all the listeners to please uh, tweet if they want this to happen, if they want the National Treasure game to happen on PS4. <laughs> Only if Nicolas Cage is in it. Yes, so tag right. Nicolas Cage into those tweets. <laughs> yes. But yeah, don't don't harass him too much. But just a tip of the hat. He knows what's he knows what's he knows what's happening. <laughs> um, so to, let's segue nicely now into something else, shall we? What do, you want to, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Assassin's Creed seems to be a, a good Yes, place. it's the cover. It's on the cover. We went a bit crazy with our love for Assassin's Creed. Yes. Um, potentially, we went too far. <laughs> you can never go too far. There's over 25 pages of Assassin's Creed features within this issue. It's a lot. Why, Ian? Why? <laughs> I wanted to test you. <laughs> You had you had to you had to replay and write about all the Assassin's Creeds. Yes, it is a retrospective of mas- massive p- proportions. I replayed most of like every Assassin's Creed, which killed me a bit inside, just because <laughs> it's so long. Um, of all of them, the one surprisingly I actually went all the way through was Assassin's Creed Revelations. Right. Which you know a lot of people would say maybe it's not the best one. But to them, I say, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but there's something about that one that I quite like. Because obviously the, the, the standout still with Assassin's Creed is that Ezio trilogy. And you're looking at the, the broad history of it. Because it's, it's not often in games where you have a character that's kind of developed so robustly over like an entire series. Because you literally start to play as Ezio when he's a baby. In that weird tutorial bit, remember where you wiggle his legs, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and his head and his arms, like, and then like all the way through the Assassin's Creed Revelations when he hangs up the assassin's robes for good. It just made me, yeah, going back to them just made me think, like, yeah, I, I can't think of any other game. I mean, I mean, so going back to something like Uncharted, maybe that's like a similar thing, but it's it's obviously it's not to the same kind of scope because obviously Uncharted Four kind of is is the end. Nathan Drake, shall we say? So, which is the best Assassin's Creed game? Um, I think the issue with that is that they're all so good and they're all so different that they're actually, I love them all. Wow. Equally. Do you want to get off that fence? <laughs> um, I like the Ezio ones a lot. They always have a special place in my heart. I think on a technical level, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood might be the best, although I prefer the range of locations in Assassin's Creed 2. Okay. That's still a bit on the fence, isn't it? But... Yeah, but it is. I, I, I love Syndicate. Um, Syndicate I love as well. I thought it was great, um, great fun. Really, it kind of drew me back to the series a bit after after a few years out. It's been going on for a long time, as I found out when I was doing this. <laughs> and I, playing so many games. <laughs> um, yeah, that first Assassin's Creed was like, I think at the time, like there really wasn't anything else like it. Do you remember much about this, the pre-release hype and everything? I do, yeah, I do. It's just the historical setting, everything felt so, like, felt like a sort of a living world. Even though, going back to it now, obviously, that first Assassin's Creed is is clearly the clunkiest. Well, it was was showcasing PlayStation 3 at the time, wasn't it? It it was full crowds and open worlds. Yeah, it was like, this is the next generation. Because, like, before then, it was, like, PS2 games. Like, GTA 3 is, like nothing like as real feeling a world as as that first Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But, and but, you can I climb mean, up things. You could climb up things. And jump off of them. You could listen in on conversations. Mm-hmm. It did get a bit repetitive over yes, time. But, um, it did. Um, but yeah, what about, what about Assassin's Creed 3? Where do you stand on this one? Uh, like a lot of people, I was a bit disappointed with Assassin's Creed 3 at the time, even though it was graphically amazing. And remember, Assassin's Creed 3 did come out on PS3. Yeah, so the, it was amazing. I liked it. It, it made my PS3 make loud noises. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's because it was having a good time. Yeah. I, I appreciated how they managed to crowbar in so many famous American kind of like politicians. I almost found that was a bit much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. It's like, who are we going to get to next? It's great. Yeah, it moved things forward in a way, but at the same time, it wasn't as fun. Like the cities and stuff weren't as interesting. No, there was just it was really it felt really bloated in a way. Like it has those two tutorial 
bits, which take hours to get through. Uh, the frontier was really cool, like a huge sort of open expanse with like free running through trees and stuff, but there really wasn't any reason for it to be there. <laughs> like the hunting and everything. But um, yeah, I've kind of warmed to it over time, I think. Some it's of very, it was a very serious game, I think. Yeah, I Very think worthy. So. Very quite a heavy feeling game mm. compared to later stuff. Yeah, um, and like, I wish, I kind of wish like, I kind of wish Haytham's story was a bit more present in it, because obviously you start playing as Haytham, it was it re it's revealed as a twist that he's a Templar, which everyone was like, oh, I saw a twist coming a mile off. But at the time, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was my mind was blown. Um, and then he's kind of sort of one of the main antagonists of the rest of the game, as you play Connor, his son, like after a time skip. Uh, but he's but Haytham's still got some stuff going on as well. So it kind yeah. of maybe it would have been nice if maybe you'd flip flop between them a bit more or something. I've I've always wondered who the baddies are in these games. Maybe it's just it's a Templar. Is it with Templars? Uh, I guess so. Or is it? Is, I don't know. is it? Is it more grey? Was Haytham right? Mm, who knows? Because, uh, but yeah, but it, you know, in Haytham. Haytham Kenway himself did kill like the main Templar Grandmaster because the Templar Grandmaster did betray him and his family when they were young and he fa only found out about that way later and he went and killed him off anyway even though he's also a Templar. It's also complicated, isn't it? It is, it is. And then because the, the Grandmaster killed his dad who's Ed Edward Kenway who's the main character in the fourth are, one. Are these spoilers? Uh, well, it's only spoilers if you were holding out and reading the tie-in novelization. So, yes and no, I guess. I don't think it's even in the text of the main Assassin's Creed 3 that that happened. But it did happen, and it should be represented within the game. And I think that Assassin's Creed 3 would be better if it was twice as long um, and even more bloated with story. Would you like a long... I, I don't know. That's a... That'd be a big game. Exactly. Right. And I'm up for it. Let's get it remastered with all that content added in. Because uh, that stuff happened in, that stuff happened in like India. So keep throwing another city in there. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, it would be. So, um, what about the new game, Odyssey? Are we looking forward to Odyssey? Uh, yes. I've been as part of the retrospective. I did play through a lot of Assassin's Creed Origins recently, and yeah, it's it's made me more hyped for for Odyssey. We all like Greece. Yes. Hi. Hi, I'm still part of this podcast. And the reason I've been very quiet is because I'm actually not super familiar with Assassin's Creed, which is, I feel heresy at this table. Um, like, That's I'm, okay. If you like history, though. It's, uh... I, I do like history. Don't make me sound like I don't. Um, <laughs> no, like, but if you, if you do like it, it's a good one to check out, I think. Like, I mean, with um, like Origins, I was certain like my interest was peaked because they seem to be going hard on the history. Like They seem to be like really committed to communicating more of the history to the player but now with odyssey as well and i could be a super awesome warrior lady um i'm i'm, I'm i think i will actually pick up odyssey and play it which yeah, like is a spartan mercenary lady yeah obviously it's going from the origins ancient egypt well i say ancient egypt it's you know it's toward the other the, the yeah. upper end of ancient yeah. egypt mm. we're talking like 50 bc <clears throat> it's almost like last year isn't it hmm yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, weird, isn't it? Yeah, and obviously the the, the combat's back from yeah. The previous, so this from is Origins. this is very much a sequel to Origins. Yeah. It's a similar situation to Ubisoft, right. Ubisoft Quebec are developing this, and there the, the, a similar situation will happen with Assassin's Creed Unity and Syndicate, which is Montreal, and then Quebec did Syndicate, which was a bit more peppy and a fun version. And Origins is, is quite fun, but it did kind of take itself a little bit seriously in places. Mm. Yeah, uh, the story is good, but just kind of toward the end get a bit, mm, mm. yeah, but you know, you know how it is. I, I don't want to spoil anything, uh, but yeah, it looks like Odyssey might be a bit bit more peppier and fun mm. again. Um, it's leaning into like some crazy mythology type aspects of it, isn't it? Apparently so. Although I mean, you've been speaking to the, the devs on this. I, I did chat to them, uh, and they were cagey. Uh, trying, trying, to, <laughs> trying to get them to confirm anything or even deny anything was hard. Um, what were it, you getting them to deny? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but Where were you on the night? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> but it sounds like uh, those kind of myths and legends, like the Medusas and the Minotaurs. And... You mean the Gorgons? Medusa Re- is a Gorgon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! Oh. <laughs> I hate to be that guy. <laughs> Sorry, wow. continue. Wow. Well, sorry, sorry, continue. Um, so the Gorgons. Though. <laughs> the Gorgons uh, are probably in the game. I mean, uh, we've seen screenshots of one. Um, but who or what they are is is the twist. Um, likely people in makeup. <laughs> but we don't. Yeah, know. probably something to do with the first civilization technology. Yeah, well. yeah. So they've gone a bit crazy and they've, they've believed the myths and legends too much and have have kind of turned into cultists and. Yeah, there are sort of touches on that in Origins, but it looks like that is being lent into it in a much heavier way in this one, in, in perhaps a, a pulpier way. Yeah. And obviously yeah. they're doubling down on the RPG mechanics as well, like the way you can kind of customize your characters is a bit more in-depth now, but primarily in how you can make narrative choices. Mm-hmm. And romance choices. Romance choices. Tell me more about those romance choices. <laughs> uh, I think you can romance a lot of people. Just, I'm, I'm like, down for you it. Want. <laughs> uh, there will be consequences to your romancing, as as is the case in real life, as I found out time and time again. <sighs> you heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can like, there's like two characters who I think are like in a relationship anyway. You can kind of uh, hit on one of them to like kind of like break them I up. think you can kind of break them up a bit yeah and like oh, you can pursue certain options for missions with them as well like one of them is like we should attack directly the other one is like let's do a sneaky and then you can kind of choose which one and then that yeah. affects how the mission carries out and that kind of thing so that that sort of choice is still there from origins is kind of baked into some of the, the narrative as well now and also I mean, obviously you can hire your your mercenaries and your crew um so uh, and what what I thought was quite cool is like your eagle can scout for mercy for for people to hire. You can hire anyone in the game. Oh, that's cool. So so every cat, anyone anyone apparently can just go up to a character in the game and punch them in the face and, and drag them to your ship, <laughs> okay. and, and they will now be on your ship. Um, but they all have stats and so and, and abilities. Mm. Um, so you use your eagle to scout ahead and find out who you might want for your crew. Otherwise, you just have a crew full of. You know, farmers. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want that. So Well, that crew element stuff is, well, because the boat's back properly, sort of, for the first time since Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Obviously, there were some boat missions in Origins, but they were, like, very linked to specific campaign missions, whereas this time you can just sail around the islands and everything. Huge, huge map. Apparently, it's a way bigger game and a way longer game than Origins. Oh, man. Which is saying something, because Origins was no... no. Origins was huge. Origins was huge yeah. and long, and with still, that DLC as well. Like, still yeah. there. I didn't finish the um, <laughs> Curse of the Pharaohs DLC. I cannot leave. <laughs> I can't. I can't get out. God. But um, it is like a nice world to explore. I'll tell you one fun thing that happened to me, though, because um, like animals are back in this one. Uh, if you're on the boat and you're like boarding someone... You can, uh, you can, because you've got these different, similar to the the weapon finishes in Origins. In this one, you've got like a range of different finishes uh, that you can use for different amounts of meter, like a fighting game. Um, so you can do one of them is this Spartan kick, which they've shown off for a lot of stuff. So what you can do is on the boat, you can Spartan kick someone right off the ship, That's and then there are sharks in the water, and the sharks will eat them. That's cool. Absolutely. I- I am super into that. I cannot wait. <laughs> and, and I was the police of the sea. Well, I was told if if you want to, you can dive off after them, and then you can watch from being eaten from underwater. Oh wow! If that's if you, if you want to get really voyeuristic, that's too dangerous. <laughs> though. You might nasty. get attacked by the shark in that. Case. Too busy eating the guy who just kicked off a ship. Yeah, I guess I saw a very very big bear as well, <laughs> like a really big bear, like twice as big as my character, I think. Wow. Um. So, yeah. So. Those sort of, um, what are they called in the first one? Sort of animal locations. Yes. Like yeah. uh, hunting layers. Yeah. Uh, with like a, a certain elite animal to hunt. But in this case, they're actually bigger bigger animals, really. Right. Before they were just slightly stronger versions, whereas this was a big bear. And I, I you know, I don't want to understate how big this bear was. <laughs> it's clearly stuck in your mind. It's yeah. It's haunting you. Well, I tried to fight it didn't work out don't, so well don't do i that. had to run away up a cliff <laughs> yeah well the climbing is so easy now isn't it from origins onwards but yeah. before you had to have certain purchase points 
now you can basically climb any any That's surface cool. again. So And you know the number one enemy of bears cliffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know, they can't climb as well. Well, they can climb, but not cliffs. But I can. I'm an assassin. And I can climb anything. Can't, we'll put that to a test later. Yeah. In the game. Oh, in the game. I'm okay. sure there are some surfaces you're not allowed to climb, but I like it when you can climb mostly anything. Mm. I like um, climbing up really high and then grabbing someone and then pulling them off and saying, Bye. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> For a minute, I thought that was going to go into a list of your top 10 things you like climbing. Well, I mean, within the feature, within the retrospective feature, there are different uh, bits where we talk about different things from each individual game. And some of them do include like the best things to climb in that game. Uh, and also like some of the friends Ezio makes along the way. So that's good. Excellent. Uh, we also interviewed some people about the Assassin's Creed music which is a, an interesting read. Mm. Uh, Jesper Keed and The Flight, who are the band who did mm. the main song in uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is super interesting, mm. especially Jesper Keed because he worked from like the first Assassin's Creed through like loads of them, yeah. and he did Ezio's basically entire life. So, so that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that's isn't super it? cool. It's interesting to hear both of their perspectives on, on different things, like where, where it, it dives into a lot about sort of music composition for games in general as well mm. as just Assassin's Creed so if you're interested in that it's worth a read absolutely stuff from like where you begin with scoring to like their opinions on sort of video game music fans and stuff now because so everyone cool. loves a good soundtrack and if you're if you're looking forward to soundtracks you might like our next upcoming issue Ooh. yeah that is still <laughs> happening, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're sending it. I'm now, sweating because so. this is going. This is going out live, and I can't. I can't edit this afterwards. Yeah, that, that's a done deal. Um, Good. And you can get get something nice free with your next issue on sale. Yeah, look out for the next issue. And uh, this Assassin's Creed issue came with a free gift, also. It did. It came with a nice uh, retro remakes uh, magazine with uh, Spyro on the cover because we wanted to put Spyro on the cover or something so we made a magazine just for him yeah and it's filled with like loads of retro remote retro slash remaster type goodness yes so it's got a big thing on resident evil 2 remake and so what are we most looking forward to then what retro remake right remake wise yes um i am going crazy with with my lust (laughs) steady for spyro oh okay that purple dragon I can't wait. <laughs> can't say no. I can't. I can't. Those games I have 100%ed multiple times on PS1, uh, on on different systems. Original PS1, then on PS2, and then, because you can play PS1 games in the PS3, on PS3. We've also got more downloaded as well. You can play them on Vita as well. Oh, okay. PS1 games. Um, they're very good games, and I do think they're better than Crash Bandicoot. Wow, wow, maybe not. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that Don't. is a proclamation. <laughs> which is, the, which is a, you know, a frequent argument we have uh, in the office. It can get quite yeah. nasty. I, I guess um, I that's guess why there is no sharp objects in this room. <laughs> the sales charts are going to prove this one, aren't they? Because uh, I think Crash is still in the top ten. Don't get me wrong, I, I love Crash. Do you? But Spyro, whole different ballpark. Okay. Those worlds. That setting, the music, the worlds, the setting, <laughs> the music, the music, <laughs> finding all that treasure. It's it's more of a sort of a collectathon type game. It's very ca- it's more casual, isn't it, with a crash? Mm, it's different. Is it? It's more about exploration and discovery <laughs> and uh, mastery over that world. Crash Bandicoot's more like you know. This is Spyro, isn't it? We're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crash is more like it's get from one end of the level to. to the other end of the level which is hard job done which is hard i know you've got to get crates you've got to get you know little uh apples <laughs> <laughs> but spyro okay. collects just cold hard treasure gems yeah i know sure crash I'm, fruit i'm not sure that's the message i want given out to the kids <laughs> <is it? laughs> well you know he he spends it on trying to rescue his friends oh, and he gives nice. it to money bags oh Who's a greedy bear? Yeah. Oh dear. What? <laughs> well, don't. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but 
money bags might get his comeuppance by the end. Oh! <laughs> uh, it's just a fantastic series from beginning to end. Um, it's such a great trilogy. I, I enjoyed some of the games afterwards, but just that initial trilogy is amazing, and it looks like they've done such a good job. Read that feature. Read that little feature in, in the in the mini mag. <laughs> Why is everyone looking at me like this? Um, and then uh, it's been delayed slightly to November, but you know, take as much time as you want. Like, mm. that's, sure. yeah, do a make good it job. good. Yeah, don't don't come out the same month as uh, all the big guns. Yeah, but I think Spyro is like such an icon. That little guy, that he can come whenever he pleases. Would he outsell Red Dead Redemption Two? <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but we can talk more about. That game later uh, on another podcast. issue of the podcast. I'm gonna hey. call them issues. <coughs> Is that okay? Why not? I guess, <laughs> I guess we're married to it now. Um, it's a thing now. Yeah. So, uh, so what else happened? You were away for a period of time, and I don't know where you were or what you were doing. <laughs> It wasn't that long. All I know is I had like lots of work to do and, and no one to help. <laughs> I, so what we what happened? Um, I went. To Where a, were you? I, I, I went to Malta. Malta. Uh, Malta. Where um, even is that? It's, it's just south of Greece. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's where Assassin's Creed Odyssey is. It is slightly. So yeah, segue yeah. from that. No, uh, so I I went to, I went out to play Metro Exodus, um, which is a game I've been really looking forward to after playing the last two, um, and I famously did a "Don't Make Me Play" on Metro last night. Now they forced you to play. They did, yeah. I forced Bro. my I, the magazine did. Um, so did you enjoy them? I did eventually. Yes. Because uh, how are those uh, remasters? Because obviously that there's the remastered trilogy. It's always coming down very cheap in the sales. So. Remasters are, are great actually, because um, they, they took all, all all the new gameplay they added into the second game into the first game. Oh, that okay. made the first game actually fun. It's always kind of an intimidating sort of series because it's like, yeah, you're shooting, but. There's some other things to think about you're too. Shooting, you're crafting, you're you're stealth surviving. gameplay, you're surviving. Mm. It's um and there's a bit of horror in there, so it's it merges everything into into one game, and it can it can get on top of you a bit. But in uh, in Exodus, they seem to be as, as they've gone into more of an open world structure. Um, all those things have got more space to play with now, so it, it was great. I all loved those it. things. All those things. So, you, so, so what do you play? Uh, level? I've, I, <laughs> was it like a you know what? Yeah, what it's, it's, it was like a it was like a smallish open world map set in a in a valley somewhere in Russia at a at an old abandoned um, kind of camp like a, oh, okay. a, a summer camp. Um, this one's a bit more sort of travelly, right? Yeah, you're on a train, so you're not just in Moscow anymore in the underground. So you're on a train and you're you're travelling across Russia to get to some safe place. Oh, very um, cool. And there's, there's uh, speaking of bears, there's a giant mutated bear in the game. Oh, how yeah. big? Uh, ooh. <laughs> it's, about, it's about five times the size as, as you. Four or five times. It's enormous. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. The one in the Assassin's Creed is pretty big as well. <laughs> this one's a mutant, though, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was just a big bear in Assassin's Creed. So, yeah. anyway, carry on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so as you Working go, the bear watch. Uh, it just chases you around. It follows you through the map, through the level, and pops up at different parts and chases you and attacks you. Um, scary. It's very scary. <laughs> but yeah, you, but you have to. You have to. It's, it's one of these games where you have to balance all your, all your different stats and stuff. So you've got your your guns will start start. Um, behaving badly i don't know if, I, if if they get wet or damaged or if you don't clean oh, okay. them, they, they, yeah they're less accurate does it feel like a chore kind of or no because there's, there's plenty of guns to find so oh, okay. it's just... just kind of a way of getting the edge i guess yeah yeah and, and you can adapt a really cool feature is you can adapt your guns on the fly so you can open up your backpack and start crafting new guns so what are like the main what were the main enemies that you were like so yeah, well, who do you fight in Metro? Um, Are there mutants? Is it just mutants? There's mutant animals. There's there's um, like other bad, bad survivors. Yeah, or? there's 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 like factions of survivors, and some of them are, are friendly, some of them aren't. And you don't know who's who. You you've never met them before. They've oh, never okay. met you before, and and everyone in the world is kind of out to defend themselves. So you so you know you, when you see someone, you're never sure if they're just going to shoot you or not. Oh, okay. Was it was it like an element of like 
trying to make friends with the other faction. There's, um, they wouldn't really clarify this part of the game, but there is a kind of um, reputation system behind the game. Okay. And so uh, I, I think how you treat people, if, if you go into a camp and just start shooting everyone... That's but, not a good thing to do. No, that's not nice. That's not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cricket. And no, and they'll remember. And then later on, when you meet people from that same faction again, they won't like you. <laughs> Fair enough. Because, yeah. Fair enough, I guess. But it will release the same day as Days Gone and Anthem. <laughs> okay, well, with so, Days Gone, it's almost a similar sort of, you know, it's post apocalyptic thing. Slightly different. Yeah. 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 Um, Anthem is also different. They're all different games. I played but, Anthem. You know, I liked it. If you've got, if you've only got room in, room to buy one, where do you, where do you go? Mm. I don't know. Probably Days Gone, but um, for me. Yeah, have we spoken much about Days Gone on the on the cast? That's what I call podcast. Oh, is it a cast though? Not the issue. <laughs> the issue cast. I don't know. I'm just trying my best. <laughs> no, we haven't, but we'll get to it. On a different. Oh, okay. We got something in the works. Issue cast. What are we talking? Yeah. I call it um, uh, a, t- a talkie show. <laughs> I call so, it. A, what's up next? What, what should we talk about next? You didn't next? give me a chance to segue. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jess. Hi. Are you hungry for games <laughs> such as Overcooked 2, which you reviewed in a, in a lovely review spread in our issue? And uh, I've been playing it too. Sorry, I'm still recovering from that segue. <laughs> Are you hungry for games? I'm very hungry for games. And um, I thought I was hungry for more Overcooked. Um, and I did enjoy it. Um, and you can it's read good, my it's a good review. thoughts. It's a good review, both in the fact that so it's a lovely read, but also it's a high score. But, uh, do we say scores on here, what we gave it? Is that, it's not Metacritic. Why not? It's a, it's an eight. It's a good eight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I liked it, but um, I also liked the original Overcooked a lot mm. as well. And uh, they're both good games. They're both really good games. Yeah. Um, I like a lot of the new recipes. Yeah. I like what is it now? Sushi. Sushi is so cakes. Cakes yeah. are divisive in in the office. And pa- yeah. We've been playing it with some of the other teams as well. Uh, cakes are a bit complicated, but I you know I quite like them. Yes. I like making cakes. In life and in game. <laughs> yeah, I like. I wish I could make more cakes, but. Um, I don't want to put my, I don't want to put my landlords on blast, but their oven that they provided isn't <laughs> that great. You know, no offense, it's all right. It cooks things, but I'm a bit wary of doing like full bakes, especially with Bake Off on at the moment. Mm. I'm more in a bakey mood than ever. So instead of making cakes at home, I've had to be playing Overcooked Two to release the creative energy, to release that uh, cake mix that's inside of my heart. <laughs> Steady on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's good. Sushi and all that. Sushi, cake, pizza. <laughs> uh, list, listing foods. I, I d- we did just... Well, I just came from we lunch, so it's, it's... I mean, we make burritos in Overcooked, too. Mm. Um, and uh, they are... Interesting stages. Cuisines. Yes, the stages are a bit different. The There's multi-part a... stages are, like... My favourite, but also... So what do you mean by multi-part? Okay, I don't want to spoil anything, but you'll start at point A and think, oh, okay, this will be the stage, this will be the stage for the level. And then events occur, things are on fire, there's a crash landing, you've crashed into a restaurant and you now are cooking from a completely different menu. Mm. And um, that is one of my favorite levels in the new game. It's just, it's, it's, once you kind of know the twist, it's uh, not quite as challenging, but it's still a lot of fun, especially, keeps if you're, it very... especially if you're showing it to someone new and they're like, what is going on? Now they want sushi. Uh. Yeah, because I think it did keep the progression of levels mm. and make it a bit more varied rather than you feeling like, oh, here's just a whole load of ice levels mm. that I'm doing the same thing and it's getting a bit more. I think yeah. it kind of helped break it up a bit. Yes, yeah. Um, there's also, there's lots of good reviews in this issue, to be honest. So so give give that a read. But uh, I also was playing some Train Sim World. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> if, we're, if we're talking about uh, fives, <laughs> do I mention State of Mind? <laughs> 
Uh, well, first the trains. First the trains. Oh, yes, back to back we... on track, as it were. Hey! <laughs> oh, that's the best joke he has for, ever for made. Steam ahead. Tell us what. Tell us. Um, yeah, so it's like a middling review for me. But if you're really into trains, like this is the best console. Like, bet you're gonna mm. go for it. Like, as far as controlling trains goes, obviously this. Stuff like uh, cities, um, mm. city skylines, but you know all those kind of like more sort of route management games. If, if you if top down trains, but this you're in the in there yeah. doing it. It does give you a bit more appreciation of how trains work. You know the buttons and the levers, levers, <laughs> levers. Lever, levers, levers. Uh, like I know a lot more about trains now, and every time the train comes through, when I'm waiting for it to commute, and I can I spy in the in the in the driver's cabin. I go and nod at them a little bit. And, and then internally you're like, well, I wouldn't they do know. it that way. They, yeah, well, they know that I know. you got that look. The face says, I, I know what you're doing. Yeah, doing. I, yeah, I could see him doing, doing the break a little bit. I'm like, I know what's going on. I feel like I could waltz in there and I, one of those GWR ones, the commuter ones I'm on, which are in this game. I could drive that train. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I won't. Don't don't, do that. But don't, what don't if something bad happens and they're like, "Is anyone here a train driver?" I think I could confidently say yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could. You could. I could do it. So let me, please. <laughs> uh, just for me, there's a bit of a lack of routes um, and reason to drive those trains. But you know, it's interesting to learn about the buttons and things like that. Is it is it true in the game that you have to commute? to work first? In some scenarios, there's a range of scenarios. Cool. So the scenario I played had me commute to Paddington to because the driver was sick and then I had to wait for the train to be on schedule to leave and then drive that train. And then at the end of the mission, I had to get out of my carriage at the appropriate time. I couldn't get out early. Well, I could get out earlier, but I wasn't allowed to leave my post earlier. And I had to walk through Reading Station to the exit upon which a mission was completed. I wasn't crazy on it, but... There's not much else out there for that kind of market, so if you're into it, check it out. There's a range of DLCs as well upcoming, I believe, which will expand that out. Of course, we just reviewed the base game. Uh, so yeah, did you like State of Mind, Jeff? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, well, it starts off very promisingly, and I was I was like super endeared by well, we do like, like our narrative games. So. I like my narrative games. I like my sci-fi. I like my sci-fi narrative games, and oh. I thought, oh, this is like really weird looking and uh, has a very unique visual direction. I'm I'm super into this, and I really like the world building at first, and like this this how our relationship with technology has evolved in the intervening years, and also. German developer, German setting. So I was like, oh, cool. I could totally play this in like German and practice my German or something. You know some German. Just a little bit. Um, and you are at Gamescom recently, but we'll talk about we'll that We'll talk about later. next time. Um, but yes. <laughs> That's uh, a little teaser, a little foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was a lot. That, that it had a lot going for it. And unfortunately... I was not enamoured with it by the end. Uh, there are just so much potential and it just doesn't capitalise on it. It's uh, very disappointing. So if someone's looking for a new narrative game right now, what would you suggest they check out? If not this. If not this, I mean, this, if, if you're God. desperate to play every narrative game, then I guess yeah, you I mean, could if possibly you, do worse. But. If you like sci-fi action, if you like narrative games, if you like some, if you want something a bit different, then yeah, you'll probably have a good time with it. I didn't know. But what's the go-to narrative game at the moment? Oh, at the moment, I couldn't possibly say. I mean, I'm sure by the time this goes out, it will be Life is Strange Actually, again. Yeah, well, yeah, Life is Strange Two is looking very promising. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had alternative picks in this issue for. Episodic games, which is similar. Yes. Uh, um, I just want to rep the council real quick. It's very good. It's like a telltale game, but you have skill points, so mm. you can kind of lock down certain choices, and you kind of build. It feels like you're building your own narrative and choices. But it does feel very like tabletop in a lot of ways, in a, in a good way, I'd say. Um, I really enjoy it too. Yeah, we'll get around to that once the yes. once the full season's out. But three episodes in so far, and uh, the verdict is. Give it a go, I think. Yeah, I mean, the puzzles have become especially fiendish. I will tell you that much. But yes. good luck. Good yeah, luck. I, well, I, I like. I really like the puzzle design. Yeah, I, the I'm puzzle design surprised. is like super cool. But like, it's not just the same puzzles as you've seen in other mm. ones. It's a good mix, and the way you use those skills, um, you can yes. use some of your skill points to get hints. Yeah, it's kind of a, a almost a risk reward kind of thing. Yeah. You, you can decide 
how much you want to spend or how much you want to mm. brain tease. Um, I also reviewed Yakuza Kwame 2. Oh. Speaking of remakes, it's a very, it's a really high bar remake mm. for the PS2 game. They've so stepped good. up immensely. It looks so good. Um, I think it's better than Yakuza 6, a oh. little bit. In terms of mechanics, it's definitely better. Uh, I'm it kind of surprised me how similar the story was to Yakuza 6. Mm. Even though I played um, Yakuza 2 before, mm. I didn't really make those connections when playing 6. But now it's mm. now going back. It's quite <coughs> You've had that refresher. Um, but yeah, Yakuza 2's story is super good. Because obviously they set everything up in the first Yakuza. And that, that's a complete story in and of itself. But then Yakuza 2, they just have that room to then just sort of play with the characters and world that they created. Mm. Uh, Sees so you go to Osaka, so which if you've been to. I have been to Osaka. Food, good. We had boiled beef. But it was good. <laughs> <laughs> good boiled beef. Like hot pot style. Like, yeah, when yeah. you've got the thing in the middle and you're putting the meats into it. You, uh, we went to two restaurants. The first restaurant, you, there's a barbecue in the middle and you cook your own beef. That's cool. The second restaurant, there's a pot of water in the mm, middle and you mm, boil your own pot. hot pot and you boil your own beef. And I, it's a good hot pot place, isn't I it? I don't know. Near is us. That, is that the tradition that you, you do all the work yeah. at yeah. restaurants in Japan, yeah. Japan? Oh, yeah. My friend Bryce loves hot pot so much. It's, <laughs> I, to the point where I'm not, I'm not sure I'm comfortable going to hot pot without him because he knows what oh, to do. That's so sweet. Yeah, I'm like, Bryce, is this cooked? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. He has his own little sauce he makes. Do you take that to a restaurant? No, no, because they have all the things for making your own sauces at those hot pot places. That's as well. so cool. Oh. And you can do that in this country? Yeah, they got loads in Bristol. Um, Why haven't recommend. you taken me there yet? <laughs> I told you, because I don't like well, now without you need Bryce. To, you need to introduce me to Bryce then. Bryce is a, he's a nice guy. Um, <laughs> who is this Bryce? Oh, he's a nice the guy. man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, who is Bryce? <laughs> King of hot pot. <laughs> he, works in, he works in games. But does he, he wouldn't want me to talk about him. Does he long. exist? He, you know, he's real. I, t- I tweeted about <laughs> I, him. I did time. see a blurry picture of, his, of him once, so I, I think he exists. I tweeted about him the other day, so follow me at MrOscarTK if you want the full scoop. On yeah, Bryce. Just me. Oh, just you. Just follow me. What about Bryce? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so yeah, Yakuza Kwame 2 is super good. If you like Yakuza... You'll like this. Uh, if you've never played Yakuza, where do you, you start? Yakuza mm. 6 or Kiwami 2? Or... Yakuza 0. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think both <laughs> Yakuza 6 and Kiwami 2, are, you could, they're, they're always good at introducing what it's about. So you start with a no- you start literally <laughs> the lowest number in the game. Yeah. Now well, it do. is like a prequel kind of thing. So go Yakuza 0, then Yakuza Kiwami, then Yakuza Kiwami 2, and then Yakuza 6. And Yakuza Zero is on PS4? Uh, yeah, Yakuza Zero is on PS4. Yes. Um, it's actually currently in the sale. Very, very cheap. Mm, mm. As is Kiwami. Uh, but yeah, Kiwami 2 is great. It does If you haven't played them before, it's going to introduce you to what the setup is. Yeah. They're good with that. Uh, well, I mean, Yakuza 6 starts off with 45 minutes yeah, of cutscenes. Yeah, Yakuza 6 is it's a bit not... more. But it still does, it, it starts off with a lot of those cutscenes because it does want to make sure people can yeah. understand it anyway. I mean, in fairness, it did catch, like, because I, before six, I'm shamefaced to admit it because I remember in my interview for this job, I relied very heavily on my knowledge of the Accuser series mm-hmm. to get this job, and then I hadn't actually played any of the games when I got this job. Yeah, fingers so crossed. six was um, my first. Fingers crossed three, four, and five come out as well. And that Fist of the North Star game is coming out soon as well, which uses the Zero Co-op engine. Yeah. I'm very conscious I don't want this to just be a Yakuza podcast. Oh, but can't it <laughs> be? That's something, uh, that's something that um, we can do maybe if we get enough people listening. Oh. If we get enough requests, then we'll just do right. a Yakuza The Yakuza cast. Every week we'll talk about an, another sub-story in Yakuza. Until oh we've my gone gosh, through that'd be all, so cool. Until we've gone through all, like, a hundred. I'd, I'd rather not, hundreds. but... It's, uh, you're locked in, sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Tony said so. <laughs> um... So, yeah, we spoke about a lot of things. Uh, should we move on to some questions? Go or as on. I call them, cues? Cues. <laughs> if you want to ask us some questions, uh, hop on over to us on Twitter at OPM underscore UK. Uh, tweet at us. Uh, hopefully we'll see it. It might be easier if you email me, though, uh, OPM at futurenet.com. Put podcast question in the subject line. Then I will see it, and that will be good for everyone. Uh, first question, um, we've got a few. We'll see if we can get through them all. So many. <laughs> a few. There's a few, but we'll see if we can get through them all. Uh, TJ. Um, 
Our man TJ. TJ's uh, always sending us some nice messages yeah. and, and commentary about the issues. Yeah. So thank you for your support, TJ. At Mr. TJ underscore 808. Uh, here's a question for the next podcast. He says, if you could dig up any game from the PlayStation archive for a remake RE2 style, Resident Evil 2 style, what game would it be? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, because you... I mean, my mind jumps to just give me Resident Evil 3, but is, is, that, a, is that a cop-out? If you want Resident Evil 3, you want I, Resident I Evil do. 3. I, it's I, it's I, possibly the, the hardest one to play at the moment now, Well, once Resident Evil 2 Remake releases. Because that will be locked into just being on the... Yeah. Is it on is, PS2? No, PS1, isn't it? Resident Evil 3? Was there a port to PS2? Um... There was a HD remake. Of three? Or re- yeah, no, there wasn't. But you could buy all three of them in one bundle. Uh, it's just digitally this. on PS3. Uh, okay. Um, and you could upscale the textures slightly. Uh, Resident Evil 3, I think, is that at the time... Nemesis. I, Nemesis. At the time, I thought it was a, the worst big, one. Big man. A big, a big man does chase you through some alleyways. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. that I, uh, in horror games, I that's scary to me. You know, mm. going back, you know, Pyramid Head and the, the being one, chased. I and can't the, the deal one with from it. Resident Evil, the first game as well, that also chases you. Well, at the time it felt random. At the time it felt he could he could burst through a wall yeah. at any point. Yeah. Um, on replay, you realise actually he can't. He, he bursts through at certain points, and they're triggered at certain points. So yeah, scary. Kind of uh, some like throwbacks to that in Resident Evil 7 actually with yeah. the family members and the way they chase you because they're yeah. undefeatable until certain yeah. points especially so, with uh, Jack who literally does burst through a wall yeah <laughs> but I, I think and he chops if, off your leg what does he do he chops off your legs he chops off your arm at one point no he chops something off and then puts it back on which freaked me out so much because that's something that can only happen in certain situations. Mm. So the first time I played it myself, that never happened to me. Or what? And then I was playing it through someone else, and then that happened, and I was just losing my mind. Because he, yeah, if he grabs you in like a certain point before a certain point, yeah, he'll like cut off your leg or something, oh and then he'll God. like put down the potion and then get it. Ah, oh, Resident Evil Seven is so good, but yeah. <laughs> but you don't like spooky games. I don't. That's just how good it is. You're yeah. like. I don't like spooky games, but Resi 7. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I go Resi 3. If they treated it like a Resi 2, where, mm. where they take the ideas on, on what the idea was for free and make More it. More of a reimagining. Yeah. Then, mm. then, then the Nemesis could probably just burst her at any point. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be interesting to see what they could do with that these Ooh. days. I mean, that's kind of the thing with the RE2 remake, is it's such a reimagining that there's so much in it that feels new interesting in terms of what's possible and, and what they're mm. doing and it's so great to see that applied to to proper zombies you know no offense to the mold <laughs> you remembered my correction from last time <laughs> oh yeah mossy aren't they um i like the bit where you punch him in the dlc you play that punch him in the dlc yeah it's um I've, I've... <laughs> <laughs> the end of zoe where he plays the, I've, the I've newly got... <laughs> introduced uncle and he has boxing mechanics where he like does different punches with different triggers, and he boxes the molded. That's so cool. And then uh, <laughs> be wary of a little spoiler for ending the DLC. You do get a power gauntlet at the end, where he does do supercharged punches. It's very funny and very silly. You do punch a sort of octopus esque monster in a one on one brawls. Right. That's great. It's good. Check so, out. Don't sleep on the Resident Evil Seven DLC. A lot of it's very good. It's not all just blackjack. What else do we want remade or remastered? Yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid for me. Not even, not even gonna think about it much. It's that first Metal Gear Solid is such an experience. Mm. It's, uh, it, I'm a bit hesitant to pick it because it's still so good. Like the original experience was because it's it, it, it's stealth, yes, but also it's quite arcadey. Like because you don't have to worry too much about the sound and stuff. It's all about the sort of the rhythm of the movement of the guards and weaving your way through so you can you can do it quite quick so i would like that to be kept intact into it i wouldn't want it to be like over the top i want them to keep that original experience uh but just make it so much nicer i think it's possible you know what i mean though like i don't just want the fat and pain but it's the first metal gear solid right i want it to keep like some of the goofier aspects of oh, the yeah. dumb guards. Yeah, you've got to do that. It's got to hit that sweet spot. Mm. Who knows what blue point I want to know? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Jess. Uh, 
Like, You're going to say Shadow Hearts. <laughs> I was sorely tempted. Like, I mean, because all the other things that are either already remaking them or that it's from a company that would re-release it on PS4 anyway and maybe upscale some of the textures. But yeah, because it will never happen, either Shadow Hearts or Kudelka, because it will never happen. I will eat my hat if it happens, but it would be so cool if they gave it gave that i know it's a terrible like jrpg from the early 2000s but like can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine uh, so just to clarify with the eat your hat comment that's for a full remake or a any full, kind of remaster a full remake a uh, remaster i'd be happy but what like, about an upscale ps2 classic i wouldn't eat my hat for that, that what is, would you do <laughs> i would be quite happy if i could if i could play those games easily on ps4 i'd be quite happy but You'd i would just will, be happy uh, I will eat my hat. I will eat my hat. But what will you eat for just that? Then? Are you going to eat anything or are you just going to not let it I'll out? I'll probably celebrate for, with a donut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question yes. from Brad Sanford at Bradders13579. Why aren't there any buzz games for PS4? They were quality. What? Jungle Party was amazing. Still play it now. Huh. Uh, so yeah, buzz. I think it's because that sort of market has been superseded by mm. other things. Yeah. You've got uh, sort of the two-pronged, you've got the PlayLink games, uh, like that's you and yes. what's the knowledge? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And then of course you have the, the seminal Jackbox Party Packs, mm. uh, which are a range so of good. board game experiences. So good. Uh, I did like Buzz a lot at the time, uh, back on the original ones on mm. PS2. I think mm. there were some PS3 ones as well. I liked the uh, peripheral with the buzzer. I, mm -hmm. I like it, you know. Yeah. You could still play it on the controller, yeah. but yeah, yeah, pressing that buzzer. I yeah. mean, it was in that sort of PS2 era where there were a lot of those sort of so peripherals. So many peripherals. Yeah. And there was just so many games coming out at the time that you could kind of do it. You know, Guitar Hero, yep. uh, iToy Camera. Yep. And they were selling it like hotcakes. iToy was great, wasn't it? iToy was great. iToy was fantastic. I have lots of happy memories with that. But yeah, I think, because obviously PlayLink and Jackbox both use the phone. So I think in terms of the classic buzz experience it would be difficult to to sell that sort of mm -hmm. peripheral yeah almost yeah. sing star-esque experience mm. um god sing star <laughs> let's get it going let's get you know lunchtime lunchtime no. sing star session let's see how quickly no. we I, can I've, get i've never uh, played sing star, sing star i've never done it well you know it's lunchtime time just get bring it in <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think uh is there sing star on ps4 there should be no See, like, I'm almost surprised he... Buzz hasn't made a comeback because with like a phone-based app all yeah. that time. Yeah, it's just surprised. not the same though. As you said before, you it would them. just not be the same tapping your phone. Nah. Like you need. I that guess. I guess. Chunky um, peripheral. Yeah, I think there are some good alternatives out there, Brad. Mm. I recommend the Jackbox Party Packs highly. It's so good. As someone who likes Buzz already, you probably are well aware of those. But um, yeah, knowledge is power is like a trivia one. It's so, all right. Yeah. That yeah. was that was the best one of the PlayLink games. Playlink games, yes. <coughs> that's you was alright, um, but it just felt too much like a Jackbox game. Same mm. with Awkward as well. So mm. Awkward was, was Jackbox yeah. is just the, the the cream of the crop, yeah. uh, you know, the belle of the ball. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, few things uh, can I, I've not played something that's top Jackbox yet. Uh, Mitch asks, what famous horse should be Roach in Netflix's The Witcher? What famous horse or actor to play a horse? It just says who should play. Or who should play the, the horse? Roach, which is the name of the horse in uh, The Witcher. Yeah. Uh, my money is on Chris Hemsworth. Wow. He's got the muscles. He's right. got the shoulders. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, this is this is off the back of Henry Cavill being announced as the after he was saying he wanted to do it. Turns out that's actually he was being sly. Because he already knew damn well he'd been casted. Uh, but now it's been announced that he is going to be Geralt. Um, and I think he's a big man. He's got muscles. He's quite short, though. He is quite short. He's not, he's not a tall. So I reckon man. Chris Hemsworth. Have you seen him lately with his Chris shirt Hemsworth? Off? Yeah. Always? With his shirt off in um, Infinity War. That bit where. Uh, I don't want to spoil Infinity War, but there's a bit where he's basically. He's pulling two things together. Two very big things, and he's looking buff. Yeah, um, like the muscles. It's hard to tell where, like the rest of his body even. Begins. So, so if Hemsworth is uh, he's is got the front the of a full... horse, who's who's the back of the horse? Oh, um, 
He has Liam, a brother, Liam, Liam Hensworth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chris would have to be. I don't know. He needs to be because he's got that. He's got very muscular, like full on from his arms, like his back as well. So he needs to be supporting the weight of Henry Cavill. Yeah. Uh, Liam can just I don't know do what he wants. Freestyle at the back. It's a bit more of a yeah. Not so sure about that. But yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Chris any Hemsworth. anyone else want to submit any any anyone else? Um, uh, I I was kind of thinking Eddie Murphy because he's he's been a donkey, so so why not? It's why true. not be a horse? It's true. He is probably the most famous um, actor to play a what? What to do you play call? an animated oh donkey? Yeah. Um, he's also um, what else is he in? He's in a lot. He's in done fairness, a lot of films. he has quite an extensive uh, filmography. Oh dear! Because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh he plays multiple roles in that, so I reckon he could also play other roles in this as well as just being Roach. You, you, you wouldn't want him to focus just on Roach. Well, it's just like you know, you want to get your money's worth. I actually, yeah. If you <laughs> if you've got Eddie Murphy in your film, you you um, get the most out of him. Don't you? Same with Jim Carrey as well. Would you have Jim Carrey? Uh, isn't he playing Robotnik in the Seinfeld? Oh, so if he's not too tied down. Right. Um, yeah. God, what do we think about that? The Sonic film. Yeah, he's good in the mask, wasn't he? That was a long time ago. That was a long time yeah. ago. They apparently they saved a lot of money on the effects budget because they they put a certain amount aside to sort of distort the actor's face into crazy positions. But Jim Carrey could just do it all just oh. naturally. <laughs> so they literally saved like that budget. I'm not even joking. Well, um, why would you joke about that? It's a serious business. Um, and final question from Thomas at Lamafla42. Uh, um, I've changed my console multiple times because of shiny special editions. Hopefully it'll stop. Now I've got the 500 million edition, just as bad with Dual Shocks. Any of the team guilty of this? Of course, the 500 million edition is the just recently released edition mm. uh, to celebrate 500 million uh, bits of PlayStation hardware being sold. It's a sort of a transparent two gigabyte. PS4 Pro. If you want one, it's too late. I think they're sold out everywhere. It's gone. Yeah, two terabytes, pretty big. Yeah, yeah. It's sort yeah, of a, a blue transparent mm. with comes gold. With, um, yeah, it's got gold finessing. <laughs> and it comes with uh, controllers as well. So. Yes, they're very nice. Yeah. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, are you guilty of it? Guilty of any of this? I've never really gone in for the special edition um, ones, to be honest. I think they look very nice, but mm. I'm never at a point where I don't have the console and then I'm buying it. You know, yeah, no, I come no, in at the ground level is my problem. Yeah, I, 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 I get the console early and then I, I almost got the Batman Arkham Knight mm. special edition. Then I kind of figured, do I really want a big Batman in my living room on the front of my console? Oh, I want a big Batman, and I didn't think so. The Spider-Man one looks nice. I mean, uh, it's red, true. You know. There are so many nice ones at the moment, mm. and they've just announced um, some new DualShock colors coming out. Yeah, those um, look really to pretty. To the UK as well, including that one everyone said looked like Goku, because it does. The Sunset Orange one. Nice. A little bit. Uh, yeah. Currently, I main just my my red one. Mm. Uh, is it Magma Red? I, I think know. yeah, Magma Red. Is there a camo one? A camouflage there one? one? There's, there's, a, a camo. there's a blue camo one that's. What just one? Uh, what ones are you guys are rocking as your standard? Got my my white one. Oh, glacier white. Pretty. My PS4 is glacier white. Oh, wow. okay. So, Mister, I don't buy <laughs> special wow. editions. Okay, it's then. going full white. <laughs> wow, only the best. Was this uh, a Jamiroquai music video? <laughs> <laughs> it was to replace my old my old PlayStation. Oh, uh, so when you made the pro upgrade, that was yeah. So, so I, what uh, stopped you from? Was it? Why did you not get just the black PS4 Pro? Why did you go for glacier white? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it it came in the Star Wars Battlefront Two bundle. Oh, okay. So, so you know, and also, why not? It's almost not? almost Star Wars, like a stormtrooper's head. Yeah, it does look nice actually. It looks like a stormtrooper's head that's been flattened. Yeah, or it does filled with the premium technology. I think I think when you when you do buy these special editions, be careful that they do need more cleaning. Like yeah, the, yeah, white, the white, yeah, the white's not great. Uh, yeah, white I think the closest everything. I had was that I had their silver PS2. Oh hello. I won it in a competition. <laughs> what? From uh, Sony themselves. Right. Oh, that's cool. Before uh, you. Ever it was a cheese string competition. Here. Oh, many, many years ago, yes. of course. Yes. I yeah, just got 
Um, yeah, it was a cheese strings competition. Uh, got the PS2 silver with cool. eye toy camera, oh, Shrek 2. Oh my god, and some other games. What did you have to do? Was Harry it... Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban? What do you have to do to win? Was it, um, like it was just in the packet? Oh, why don't you just open the thing? It goes, You won. That's really got cool. Got a big uh, widescreen Sony TV. <sighs> this was back before you they... won all of this in a cheese strings. Oh yeah. my god, you're and I love cheese strings. Uh, it was widescreen, but it was before flat screen was a thing. So it's just a ma- it was standard definition. Oh. Uh, just a massive. I mean, it's PS2 era, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Massive, yeah. but like massive at the back as well. Oh. Got like a alarm clock slash CD player and a stereo as well. Wow! Oh my god! Playing with power nail. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about it. But oh, also a CD player, like a portable. That's one. that's pretty sweet. You. You did well. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, cheese strings, tasty. I don't buy them anymore. <laughs> I've quit while I'm ahead. Now I'm all about Baby Bell. <laughs> Tricked <What? laughs> uh, So, yeah, what controller you, you're rocking? I guess the 500 million. No, actually, that's still in its box. Christine. Oh. I still use, I, I just have a bog standard PS4 and a bog standard Keep PS4. the special ones locked away. I keep the special ones locked away, <laughs> or if I have a friend or a date over and I need a second controller. Oh, wow. So they, they get the very best. <laughs> right, so you would allow them to use the 500 million? Before me, yeah. Really? Maybe, if they're special. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we have to end it there. I think we, we do. <laughs> Before I go into my dating life, yeah. Um, <laughs> what goes on with these controllers? Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, send us uh, love and support at opm at futurenet.com because I need it. <laughs> Questions, comments, uh, and at opm underscore UK on uh, Twitter. And we're on Facebook as well, so yes. why not? Treat yourself. But no one uses Facebook. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoy the Assassin's Creed cover magazine, issue 153. Uh, look forward to the next one. And uh, we'll be here. Uh, talking away as you um, say bye uh, you can bye I, I won't <laughs> on three one I'm not two three bye bye <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>